You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 80 of the PharmD Money Podcast. My name is Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. One of the biggest questions I get from pre-retirees and what I hear from people just talking in general terms about their future retirement to other people is how much do I need or how much do they need or how much do we need to accumulate in money to retire comfortably? And I know that number for a lot of people is very specific to their given situation, but I think they're asking the wrong question. It's not how much you need, it's how much you have right now based on all income sources combined together and what do those numbers give you as far as a monthly or yearly income in the year that you retire in today's dollars so you get a better idea of how that living standard will look once you actually get to that future retirement date. So in this podcast episode, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about how I help clients measure what their potential future income is going to be and why we use that as the measuring stick to determine whether we are actually on track for their future retirement goals and if we are properly preparing ourselves and making the smart decisions based on trying to increase that number to be as big as possible. So to start, let's just go back to the old way of how things used to be done. It was accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. The bigger your account number, the better off you're going to be. I mean, I remember seeing on TV before there was a lot of streaming services and you were forced to watch a lot of commercials. The commercials of these big insurance companies like AIG, I believe, was one where they had people walking around with a giant number bubble on top of their head. They'd be walking through everyday life, whether it's down the street or going to do a grocery store, and they'd have this number bubble above their head. And you got far enough along into the commercial and you realize that that number is what they had saved for retirement. And the question every commercial posed at the end was, what's your number? And that got a lot of people thinking, and it promoted the thinking that was already out there that there is a specific number you need to get to in order to retire comfortably. And for a lot of people, they had no idea what their number was because they had no idea what retirement was going to look like when they got there, even for those folks who retirement was just around the corner. So their thought process was, well, the bigger that number gets, the better off I'm going to be. And the decisions they made leading up to retirement directly affected getting a bigger number where their quality of life could drop a little bit so they could save a little bit more, which is not a bad thing. They may have saved more in tax advantaged accounts than they should have just for the fact that they could get more money into those accounts earlier or they may have foregone things like a pension and lump sum got or got it paid out in a lump sum in order to increase their retirement savings number because they thought, well, pension income isn't going to make that big of a difference compared to how big I can grow this lump sum payout over the next handful of years before I retire. And the fact of the matter is, although that thinking is not bad, it wasn't the best way to look at It wasn't the best way to answer, am I prepared and am I on track for retirement? Instead, what they should have been thinking about is what that number will produce in a monthly income in today's dollars. 
where you could have $1.5 million of money in a 401k and that $1.5 million could produce less in income than having a million dollars in a number of different accounts depending on how they're invested and what other income sources you have and how early you're going to retire and a bunch of other factors. So that leads me to do work for my clients and my firm based off of increasing that future income number for pre-retirees. And we're able to do that a number of different ways, but the best way we're able to do that is purely through the monitoring process through the financial planning software that I use. And it's because we use a holistic goals-based approach when it comes to creating guardrails around an income number for pre-retirees and retirees that allows us to do this type of work for our clients. So if I have a client, for example, that wants to retire in the next 12 years, and let's just say they've done a great job of saving, and we figure out based off of the calculations that we're able to do based off of all the inputs we put in, which comes from what the client believes their future retirement is going to look like, we come up with a number of $12,000 a month. And then we net that number out and it looks like that they will be able to afford in today's dollars $8,600 every single month net after taxes. Well, a couple of years go by and they go, well, I maybe have a chance of taking my future pension as a lump sum payment. Do you think that's a good idea? Because it's going to give us extra money we can invest and grow even bigger, which could potentially provide for better retirement outcomes. And we take a look at that and we look at the long-term value of having that income for that client with zero investment risk placed upon us based off of taking that lump sum and throwing it in an investment account and having things like taxes and um, other sorts of risk that we will then hold based off of taking ownership of that lump sum of money. And many times we find that having that pension payment allows us to be more flexible with their other dollars, which long-term produces a bigger starting income and a smaller chance at having to reduce that income in the future based off of un, um, uncertain economic events than taking that lump sum out. The other big one for a lot of people that will apply to most scenarios is when to take Social Security. Well, I want to take Social Security earlier in life because that will allow me to have to pull out as much money from my retirement income nest eggs. Well, the fact is that the longer you delay Social Security, depending on health, the better often it is long-term for your financial health, but there are specific circumstances that we're not going to talk about today that may make that argument wrong. It may just flat out be false, and taking Social Security earlier than waiting an extra year or two may be in your benefit. All of those circumstances and everything else surrounding retirement income planning goes into play when these decisions are made and ultimately creates a way for you to project what certain decisions today and how those decisions today could impact future retirement income. I want to buy that RV I've had my eye on for the last 10 years. I want to pull out $80,000 from my retirement account. Great. Well, is that RV worth having $600 less in income every single month when you start retirement in today's dollars? And I keep saying in today's dollars because if we use retirement income that's projected out with inflation to a future dollar amount, it's going to get really difficult for potential retirees to be able to realistically see that number as it is because all the other expenses they're going to be paying for are going to be bigger than they are today. And it's hard for prospective retirees to do that. So 
managing retirement or pre-retirement decisions based off of not creating the biggest, largest nest egg you possibly can, but instead creating the biggest starting retirement income that you possibly can with hopefully the smallest chance of having to reduce that income during uncertain economic times is the ideal scenario. And that's what should be planned for. And that's what should be the measuring stick as you get closer and closer in retirement. So decisions like that are, or I guess projections like that are very, very difficult for people to do on their own. And it's why working with a professional who has that mindset, I think is the top priority for a lot of pre-retirees because there's a lot of decisions you can make on the surface that may look really, really smart. And it might look like you're doing a really good thing for your future self. But in the end, if it's not producing a bigger number from a retirement income standpoint, is it really in your best interest as far as a decision to make today? And chances are, based off of my experience working with pre-retirees and retirees alike, the answer to that is no. So for future planning, it's not about how big you can get your retirement nest egg to be. It's how much income you can get that and your other sources of money to produce to you in today's dollars that is really the top thing you can do for yourself when it comes to your future retirement planning readiness and the decisions you make as you approach that future date. If you're interested in learning more about me or my firm, visit FarmD Financial Planning or farmdfp.com. If there are specific topics you'd like to hear more about, email podcast at farmdfp.com with any of those questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear me talk about or expand upon. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.